episode 38 man this is the adrian amos episode i know you remember him you got any good memories of yeah, he's still in the league. He's uh playing for the uh the Jets, Jets right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He out there in New York. Rutherford. Uh, any good memories from uh old Amos when he was here for what was it, four years? Uh yeah, twenty eighteen. The Bears played some really good football. And Adrian, Adrian, one thing I liked about Adrian Amos is he would uh he would hit. And he would tackle. He would tackle. Sometimes take the bad angles. But he would tackle. Shout out Eddie Jackson. He would definitely wrap up and tackle. Great in run support. Great in the box. Need that. Especially coming up in this game, we're playing the Las Vegas Raiders. And, t- and the who features the 2022 Russian champ, um, Jacobs, who yeah. Josh Jacobs, who you know originally was drafted by one of our draft picks. Uh, we gave it away to the Raiders. Yeah, in the Mac trade. So yeah, he comes back to play play to Chicago. But before we get into how the Raiders look uh, versus us, let's talk about the most the biggest elephant in the room. So we're, it looks like we're going to have a quarterback change for the most this game. Man in Chicago, never shout fails. him out. Tyson Bajan. Tyson Bajan. So, I've watched the game a few times. The uh, game, the, the the loss against the Minnesota Vikings. That second half, I saw some things. Um, so before I go off on it, uh, I'm gonna ask you: What does a successful game from Bajit look like playing against the Raiders? Um, I think the best thing the Bears can do against the Raiders is probably run the ball. I think you got to feel like I said it every week, but I think you got to run the ball about thirty times. Uh, Bajan, I, I I like his I like his moxie. I like that he doesn't get rattled. Uh, the arm strength is I don't even want to say questionable. It's not a lot of arm strength. There wasn't a lot of zip on a lot of the passes I saw there. Um, he's limited um, arm talent wise. He's a limited guy. Um, He's a great story coming out of the division two, undrafted. You see why he was undrafted though, um, when you see him against um regulars. So I think game manager, I know people I know that term, everybody's can be kind of called a game manager, but I think you gotta play conservative. I think you gotta play smart. Um you gotta pick your spots with Beijing. You certainly can't put him in any bad situations or tough situations, um, which we seem to do for all our quarterbacks. So the game plan, run the ball, intermediate passing, uh, take your shots when you can. That's what I think it's got to be. In, that's what I think it's got to be with Beijing. I'm there with you as far as uh, running the ball. I think um, if he if he can move the ball, if if he can't make some quick passes uh, and and back up back up the uh, the the rush, the natural running lanes will open up. So that's that'll help him. That that'll help him. I think you gotta get rid of that ball quickly either. Max Crosby against whoever on the Bears defensive line is a matchup nightmare. That got scary. Very um what we need from Badgett 
what I need to see from him. I want him, I want him to stand tall and move up in the pocket. And you know, and and like you said, get rid of the ball quickly. That's something that he did. One of those things in the second half versus the Vikings, he was getting rid of the ball. He, he was did. decisive. He now, was there zip on the passes? Not really. He made some good passes, but some of them were they had a lot of air on them. No, but a lot of air. When the when the pocket broke down, in fact, he was escape. He was leaving the pocket before it broke down. Something that there's good and bad with that. I, we he some of them he could have stood in and then and made a pass down the field. Other cases, like okay, you got to escape. That's what Justin wasn't doing. Justin was standing there and just not being assertive enough or not being decisive enough. He wasn't just. He he just wasn't diagnosing what was what was in front of him, and some of these and some of those sacks he took were largely on him because the guy was like right in front of his face, and he was just still. I don't know what he was looking at. The game, you you have got to be aware of pre-snap reads and looks. You got to understand your own protection. Yeah, got to get definitely got to understand. I hope Badger, I hope the offensive line and you know they're in that group's coaching. They are drilling and they are they're in sync with one another. Because one thing I one thing I know for certain, and two things I know for sure, the Raiders are going to pin their ear back and attack this O line after that disastrous game we had on Sunday. As you said, as you pointed out, the first play of the game, it was six guys on the line. It was a lot. Of, it was six guys on the line majority of the game, and they brought all six. No one checked. No one checked the outside line. Justin even looked his way, and he got drilled right in the back. Um, so I hope, I hope Badgett and the rest of the line learned took took something from that that game field and learned something from it. But I will say this: one bright spot, one bright spot makes me feel like there is a there is a positive to take from that. And I won't have to, we won't have to see that type of um, disgusting display of blocking or non blocking again. On Justin got sacked four times on ten pass, pin ten pass attempts on Sunday. Badgett got sacked once on eleven. So maybe there's something, something's different going on. Maybe he's get, he's getting rid of the ball fast. Maybe they got better, better um, communication along the line. Something. But I want to keep. Let's keep moving in that direction. Speaking of the communication, uh, one of the. Noteworthy things that happened along the offensive line. Well, one of the two noteworthy things that happened. Nate Davis got hurt, uh, got his ankle rolled up. Actually wasn't playing bad football. Cody White here got yanked. Um and I believe I heard that um one of the reasons he got I mean, besides the high snaps was that his communication was, was terrible and his protection calls weren't good. And I guess that's one of the reasons why they prefer Lucas Patrick. Who has not played good football? Shastrup is a blocker, but I guess Patrick was able to identify and make the correct calls, and Whitehair struggled with that. So um, that's something to watch to see if Whitehair plays. Uh, if he plays guard, he wasn't good playing guard the last couple of years, and as far as center, he hasn't been good either. I mean, a lot of a lot of bad snaps. Michael Thomas just caught a touchdown. Sorry, flashed across my screen. That's the second thing we need. <laughs> That's the second thing we need from this offense to to support Badger into having a successful first career start. Uh, we need the offensive line, in particular Lucas Patrick and Whitehair, to bring their A game. None of I don't know those going to be playing. 
but I don't. He I don't might, know who he might be. not. Well, if Nate, Nate Davis doesn't play, you got Jatir Carter uh, taking his spot. I don't know who would play for Patrick. Uh, who came in for Patrick? Uh, I mean, who came in for Whitehead last week? I know he was replaced by Patrick. Uh, was Patrick playing left? I, I, don't, I don't think Patrick it wasn't started. Wasn't more. Right, because Jenkins born. started. Uh, Jenkins yeah, started Jenkins a one started. guard. Davis started the other guard. Jatire Carter came in for Davis. Patrick came in for Whitehair. Uh, so okay, so Jenkins started a one guard. Uh, Carter started the other, and Patrick uh, relieves Whitehair at center. Patrick, who had been benched, uh, New Orleans got the two point conversion too. Yeah, that, that sounds about. That sounds about right. Borum was out there for a little bit too, though. Bormos played the entire game in left tackle. Okay. Um, yeah, so we definitely need that uh, a, a better showing from the offensive line. Uh, just just from the inside uh, blocking situation. And, and we know outside blocking got to be better too. Dar- Darnell Mo- Mooney, he had a lot of missed miss blocks as well. There was a there was a lot of screens, a lot of quick passes that uh that he was supposed to pick up, pick up the outside guy. He was supposed to make a crackback block. He just didn't. He just didn't. It, it, it's not as bad as the effort that Claypool gave in week one, but but it was it was pretty bad. There was a pounds. So we really depended on him to. I mean, a lot of these DBs and corners are are are, are big guys now. They're going one ninety two oh five. We really thinking Mooney can make these blocks. I mean, you got to know well, your personnel too. There's, there, I mean, if you don't even put a hand on a guy, and yeah, I'm, I'm calling that a bad block. There was a, there was a particular play. Uh, I believe it, it was a quick, quick. It was, a, it was a screen to DJ Moore on the outside. DJ Moore, as soon as he cut the ball, he got lit up. Darnell Mooney, it didn't touch, did not touch that man. He didn't even, he didn't even rub him. Uh, there was another play in the red zone. I think this was in the fourth quarter. Darnell Mooney, he was lined up inside. Now this one I give I give him a pass to because he got he he got blown up and, and credit to Foreman he was able to make a cutback and and still get positive yards on that on that line on that rush I think he got to about the three yard line and uh, and this this was the play this was a play right before Badger was able to run in to get his touchdown I, I remember that play because the only reason he was able to get that cutback was because Darnell got blown up so. We need better protection, better blocking from everybody. So you know, you know, we're going to have a lot of quick passes. So you know, there's going to be some screens. So you know, wide receivers, be on your job, please. Put a hat on somebody. Yeah. And the Raiders look like they're going to be starting the back of quarterback too. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is practicing this week. So it looks like. No. Uh, is going to be um starting. Ex Bear, ex Patriot as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, this, this um, could be a lot of bad offense. It could be, but I'm, I'm, I want to stay positive. I want to stay positive about the Bears. There were some things to take away from that second half that were that were pretty good. I liked I liked some of the offensive uh, concepts they were running. They were running a lot of flood concepts. They were moving Patrick, uh, not Patrick, but Bayesian out the pocket. Uh, bootlegging him out and he flooding, flooding the, the zone. He's a mobile guy. Yeah, they were flooding the zone. They was moving the pocket. They had some a lot of option routes. I like what they was doing out there in the second half, and it looked like night and day from what they was doing in the first half. Um, 
I only think I can, I don't want to call that just because it was a quarterback change. I want to say there was a, uh, Getsy got on his game and, and figured some things out uh, c- coming out of halftime. I'm going to leave it at that. So if we can build off that, that'll, that'll work. And we might be able to pull off a sneaky upset. As you already said, Oakland's quarter, starting quarterback was in, the ho- was in the hospital last week. He ain't playing. He ain't registered a, a practice all week. Yeah. And and Josh Jacobs, uh, twenty twenty two NFL leader rusher. He he hasn't gotten uh, hasn't been the greatest of start. He's 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 got three hundred twelve rushing yards, but he's on one hundred seven carries. So the rushing efficiency hasn't been there. He's averaging two point nine yards a carry. The Raiders' run game has just not been able to get on track, even if they keep trying. Hopefully, they don't get on track against us because sometimes we have a habit of getting guys um, back on track that have been struggling. So um, I like to see them go eight men in a box. Let's make Hoyer prove he could beat us. Yeah. You know, uh, not that Jimmy Garoppolo was lighting it up, but he's, he's, he's a, he, it's fair to say he's a better quarterback than Hoyer by a significant margin. So let's make Hoyer a backup. Let's not, yeah, let's not, let's not let Josh Jacobs, um, have one of those games that he had against Seattle against us. I agree. So, from the injury report standpoint, as you know, game install happens on Wednesdays, uh, and since then, the aforementioned Nate Davis he hasn't he hasn't reported a practice. As you know, Justin Fields hasn't hasn't practiced either, and Roshan Johnson who's still in concussion protocol. So we probably I'll be down. <laughs> All of those three guys this this week. Um, no Herbert Jackson. On IR. Herbert's on IR. That's correct. Um, Eddie Jackson was a limited participant on Wednesday, but didn't practice on Thursday. That's the same thing for Darnell Wright. So mm, that's not good. Toss up maybe with those two. Eddie Jackson's missed how many games in a row now? What is it? Three. He, I believe, he played. Uh, he played uh, against the Vikings. He did. Oh, you know yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about somebody else. Um, yeah, he played against the Vikings. Bright spot. Travis Homer missed last week's game. He was a full participant Thursday for practice, so we might be getting some help back in the running game. I'll take that. To, as you said, than than running back. Uh, Evans didn't look too bad in his limited uh, carries. No, he didn't. But. It's going to be an all-hands-on-deck situation. Um, he, he might be able to get some, get some snaps. Homer's, a, Homer's good. Uh, I remember him in Seattle. He's, a, he, he's, he's good off the backfield. He, he's a good receiver. And that short That's passing right. game might be very critical. Um, very critical Sunday. For the Raiders on their injury report side, uh, in addition to Jimmy G., Nate Hobbs, he hasn't particip- he hasn't participated in the practice all this week either. But Devontae Adams, he was a full participant today. Max Crosby, he had he's been he's he's clocking in limited sessions this week. But he's I don't think I, I yeah, I think he's a full oh, he's, he's a full gonna, goal. He's, he's just this, this is a stat yeah, game. <laughs> definitely. This is a stat game. Definitely. Definitely a stat game. All right. So I mean it, it looks like we, from the from the injury standpoint, we, I think we already know 
who's going to be there, who's not going to be there. We're Justin, Nate, we probably can't depend on them too much. Um, our, same thing with RJ and Khalil Herbert. So let's say this. Let's say the Bears do mess around and lose this game. That'll put them at one and six and will require the Bears to win eight of the last nine games for both of our uh, season predictions to come to come true. Um, do you think we got what it takes to a win this win this game? No, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> you even let sorry. me get to the B. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something wild. I wanted to stop you. We got to keep the show respectable, so. Uh, I don't need to say the B. I don't need to say the B because I was definitely going to say, do you think we can get close to that nine win mark? If we don't win no. this game, then I, it's, I think it's a, it's a it's a fairy tale to think anything further. Um, all right, but let's let's stay there in the uh, in the gloom in the gloom. Um, all right, we lose this game. What do we do next? What what's the next steps? I want to fix your your plan for next year. Um, I think anybody who's a pen and free agent, you try to see what you can get from. I think we spoke on a previous show about Jalen Johnson. I think you got to immediately see what you can get for Jalen Johnson. Um, speaking of speaking of Jalen Johnson, he was on the uh, Parkles and Smeagol and Park, Perkins show on six seventy earlier, and he had something to say about his uh, about his uh, trade rumors involving stuff. I'd be a fool if I did. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not oblivious. I'm not blind. So, and I'm not exempt. At the end of the day, so it's like, man, you can trade Roquan away, you trade Robert Quinn away, man, you can trade anybody away. So I mean, I'm definitely not not exempt. I know the business of it. I know what what's going on. I know what is to be figured out and different things like that. So I mean, at the end of the day, man, like we barely got to do what's best for them, and I got to do what's best for me. And whatever happens with that, man, happens. I'm not forcing anything. I won't, of course. I mean, like I've been saying from day one, I want to stay here. This is my first team, my home. And I mean, I bought a house here, everything, all my plans and stuff were to stay in Chicago. But at the end of the day, it's not about feelings. It's not about what I want or, or any of that. So, I mean, for me, it's just. It sounds like he's pretty, he's, he's made his peace with that. He's not going to be here for too much longer. That sounds like it. And um, as a pendant free agent, he hasn't been extended. I can't say that he's in the Bears. Uh, Long-term plans. Uh, Jalen's had a he's had a solid four-year run here, but the thing that sticks out is I think he has one career interception. Mm. That makes sense. And, and, and in an Eberflus defense that's sounded quarter sounded uh, sort of like Lovey's, where you're in cover two, you're looking at the quarterback. Uh, they preach um, getting turnovers. That's probably not going to cut it. Um, Jalen's a guy that, that that's, he's going to get paid. He's not going to break the bank anywhere, but he's going to get paid. I, I don't think that'll be here. So, I've got, as we said in the last episode, you know, I, there's people all over the network, Fans First Sports Networks, who's been inquiring to me about the availability of Jalen Johnson. I had a buddy, uh, the, um, our Cowboys affiliate, uh, DC4L, Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. for Life. He texted me last night asking me, does Jalen Johnson play nickel? Out the blue. Just, oh, I, I'm, trying no. to, I'm just trying to get my workout in. And he bro, hey, Jaylen does Jalen Johnson play nickel? No, no, no definitely not. Jalen's a, a long corner. He, he's not Sutton. 
Uh, he struggled with those quick, shifty receivers. You can absolutely not play him at nickel. Uh, he doesn't have the, the the hips. He doesn't have the change of direction to, to no. You get him in that nickel, those slot receivers will, will destroy him. Yeah. No, and and system, he's pretty much – yeah, while while Eberflus has been the coach, he's pretty much been on the left side, pretty much uh, for the most for the majority. Good. He he was on the same side with um under Fangio. He doesn't have any nickel versatility. Yeah, I don't think so as well. I don't think I, I agree. I don't think he's I don't think he's that quick. But he is he is a he is a no. big he's a big he's a big DB. He can uh he's he's big, he definitely he can, he can press. Yeah. He's 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 the one you want to have in the red zone, definitely for that. Oh, he 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 does match up well with uh those uh bigger receivers. He does he he does real well in the red zone. He's long. He's what is Jalen? Six foot, six one. I know one of the things yeah. that that uh that uh pace loved about him was was he has a long wingspan. He's not very fast at um okay speed, but I think he. Ran about a four, five, three ish with the combine. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Johnson, he he's about six foot, two hundred pounds. I think he did run about, just like you said, he like he's not not the most shiftiest, but he he make he he's he's successful with what he with what he has. He's 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 been pretty decent. Um, for a second round second round pick. Um, if somebody comes calling and we know you're not going to re-sign them back, I mean, we probably have another regime change as it is. What would you be looking for if somebody came calling, let's say, the Steelers or the Cowboys or anybody? They came looking, calling, looking, asking about Jalen Johnson. What, what, what do you think the uh, return should be? Somebody I call for him. I think a third round pick. You know, he's a guy that's on an expiring deal. Um, doesn't look like he's in our long term plans. You you drop to one and six. Um, you're just trying to recoup recoup assets. Third round pick would be ideal. I could I could settle for a fourth round pick because at this point you want to get something for him. I'm not going to give any major discounts. So if you come with a offering a sixth or fifth round pick, I'm hanging up on you. I would be. I'm not the po- I'm not Poe's biggest fan. Uh, as a as it relates to how he's built this team or how he's went a, went about um, using our assets to build this team, if he takes anything less than a third third round pick, I am going to be furious, furious. There's nothing. We, fourth round, fifth round is not is not cutting it, not cutting. It. If he if he can allow somebody to talk him into giving up a second, a high second for Chase Claypool, he better use that same spiel. That same lit on whoever's asking about Jalen Johnson. He better not be as Bernie no, Mac was. No you a new fool. He better not do that. Better not well, do it. Hopefully, we can find somebody as vulnerable, as naive as we were last year at the trade deadline when we sent a second round pick for Chase Claypool. I think Jalen Johnson is a better corner. No, Jalen Johnson is certainly a better corner than uh. Chase Claypool is a wide receiver, so no um, disagreement. I'm 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 with you, but I'm just being realistic. I don't think there's another Ryan Pace out there who's willing to. <laughs> this is just where I'm at right now. I don't think there's another Ryan Pace out there willing to overpay for uh, average assets. 
we got a final. Or, or I mean, he can walk. For all I, I mean, if, if if we don't get anything from, I'd rather him walk than us to get us to get uh, as you call it, like hustled, uh, get, get played for the uh, played for as a huckleberry again. I don't. That is that, that's not gonna fly. That in fact, I would rather him walk because then it's just like okay, we you know. We at least we at least try to sign him. We can at least save face in that way. But if you get hustled in a trade again, Poe, uh, Ryan Poe's, I'm sorry, bro. You got to go. You 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 are you are a detriment to us to our success. You got to ride out, homie. Well, I think, uh, like as I said earlier, um, I know it would be hard for many to imagine, but uh, I don't think Poe's. Um, I think he he certainly got to have a hot seat too, as as maybe not to the same extent as Irafuth, but I don't think his job is secure going into twenty twenty four for the simple fact that uh, you got a new president of operations, and mm-hmm. I mean this, the last two years have been frankly embarrassing and wearing you. You're four nineteen in the last twenty three games. I mean you've won four games in the last twenty three games. That is a level of ineptitude, of incompetence that some of the worst teams in the league currently have not achieved. You know, we make fun of the Lions all the time. Um, I mean, yeah, they went on 16 um, years ago, but even when they were bad recently, they were winning four or five games in, in a season, you know, in a 16 game schedule. You know, I mean, this this is bad. We've gone. We're almost nearly at a year and a half and have four wins to show. Terrible. I don't think anybody's job can be safe uh, under these conditions, no matter how drastic a rebuild is. Okay. So his, his, he's on the hot seat, and we all understand where we're barreling towards. We're barreling towards a another regime change, another quarterback. Change more than likely. Change, probably a quarterback. That's the coaching change. Yeah. Um. I I give credit. I give credit. I give Post credit for this. He did. Out of all the offers he probably got for Justin Fields, he took the one of the team that was a going to give him the most, and b going to probably be bad again the next year. So he had. He does have this card to play because if if we didn't have this extra um, draft pick. We might be doing the Daniel Jones. We might have been. We might have been doing like you know, we're gonna extend this out a little further, just to see, just to see what we have, and you know, until we find the, until we bottom out enough, until we get the, you get the right quarterback. And yeah, I feel like Justin, I promise uh, you, I think that's a little unfair. I know Daniel Jones uh, and the Giants went to the playoffs, but I, I feel like Justin Fields' upside is is a lot higher than Daniel Jones. Um, I don't feel uh, well. Daniel Jones hasn't had a lot of success, but I don't think Justin Fields has had the most stable supporting cast around him, or I, I mean, uh, player uh, personnel wise or coaching wise. So um, I think it's it, it's it's been a tough. Justin Fields is drafted into a tough situation, you know. Mm-hmm. Not to excuse any of uh, his poor play, but. It's not. It's not been the best situation. You you came in at the end of the Nagy era, to a team that was depleted in talent, and 
kind of with a regime that was trying to rebuild, but kind of going for it at the same time and hold on to aging pieces and ineffective pieces. So I think that was the last of the Allen Robinson years. Yeah, so I mean, um, then you came in and uh, second year, you know, you got a new coaching staff and a new front office and you you have a team that's stripped down to to the to the the, the wires. Uh, I mean, you had Aquamius St. Brown and Dante Pettis and Byron Pringle and Daryl Mooney as your receiving core. I mean, that's tough to succeed. Somebody calls asking for Justin. What do you say? Somebody calls asking for Justin. Um, you still gotta, you still gotta demand a first round pick. Um, That's still a first. Justin's worth a first. I, st- I still feel like you gotta de- demand a, a first. Um, maybe I'm looking at it from the position of, uh, well, the Bears gave him a first for Rick Meyer many years ago. <laughs> Rick Meyer was certainly at that stage not playing ball as well as Justin Fields. But you got to think, quarterback is a premier position. There's not a lot of great quarterback play out there right now. Um, Trying to think of recent quarterback trades. uh, Well, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, but that was a situation where Aaron Rodgers kind of hijacked his way out of there and the Packers had to recoup what they could get for him. And I know the compensation was a second round pick and some other picks. Uh, we traded a fourth round pick for Nick Foles a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, I still think Justin. I still think you 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 fetch a first for Justin, depending on the team. Now, obviously, if it's a team like the Patriots or Giants, who could be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes and are certainly on the trajectory to pick in top ten, you're not getting a first round pick for them. Let's say there's a team like the Falcons, whose general manager happens to be Poles, who drafted mm-hmm. uh, Fields. Maybe he's not happy with Ritter. I certainly think that um, they'd be open to an idea of a first-round pick. Now, maybe you would have to include Justin Fields in additional compensation, like maybe a third-rounder or a fourth-rounder. But I think you can get a – I think you still get a first-rounder for Justin. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Outside of the untapped potential – Justin Fields ain't putting up, ain't putting no first round tape out there. Nothing he's done distribute uh, tells me that hey, I give up a first round pick for him. I, I I would I would give up, I would give up uh, a a chance at a a blue chip or or, or unmoded prospect to take him on. Justin Fields hasn't proven that he can be consistent and. Moving the ball down the field, consistent in the reading, reading uh, defenses pre-snap. The Cowboys gave the fourth for Trey Lance, right? They gave up a fourth. Oh, he definitely. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. There's, I would Trey Lance. He has no tape. <laughs> he's, None. And the tape he's that he pretty has much pretty much a project. Not even as good as Justin's tape. Justin's, I think he's proven he could play in the NFL. Um, how oh, yeah. well he could play, that's still very much up to date. Is he a franchise quarterback? That's very much up to debate. But he certainly put out – we don't even know Trey Lance can be a, a suitable backup. He has not no. put together one good game. So um, on the framework of that deal, uh, Justin is definitely worth more than a fourth-round pick. 
I would say that he's definitely worth more than a third. Um, so I can't see compensation being any less than 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 a second round pick for Justin. Oh, oh yeah, second round pick. That's fair. That's fair. Somebody calls me today about Justin dislocated thumb and all. I need a second, bro. Get off my phone if you ain't got a second. Does Eddie Jackson have any value? Because he's been in the trade rumor mill for the last two years. Is there any? Is there anybody who wants any of that Eddie Jackson experience? Bundle him and Jalen. Bundle them together. I don't know what you're gonna get for. I don't know what if you could get anything for Eddie. Probably, Eddie's probably more so of a third down, third day type pick. And, and I feel like Robert that's fair. Last year, but, but Robert plays in a, 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 a in demand position. You know, yeah. an edge rusher, edge rusher, quarterbacks, left tackles. They're always going to trade for maybe more than what they appear because it's, it's their premier positions. So they're going to get mm-hmm. paid the most. They're going to get overdrafted. They're going to get overbidded on. Uh, yeah, Eddie's probably a six-round pick. Where yeah, did we get the chase six, seven. We got. I think we, we had to bundle stuff to get rid of Chase. We did. We had to take. We had to send Chase around with a seventh-round pick and got a six back. So Chase cost okay. two picks <laughs> in the end of the day. He cost us two picks. And he's sitting in Miami enjoying the ride in the sun. That's right. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot to check on what is he even doing in Miami. I saw him. He was on the sideline. He was inactive. He was enjoying His the game. Favorite, favorite place to be. <laughs> he's he's happy. Right. Fun in the sun. <laughs> he needs to go back to Canada immediately. Yeah, take his passport. <laughs> <laughs> take his citizenship. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Um, so if somebody calls about Justin Justin Fields, and so and we move on from that era. Who are you looking at in in the draft? Now, I know we talked about Caleb Williams a lot. Have you looked at the latest uh odds for the Heisman? Is he still leading them? I don't know that three interception game that hurt him. Is it is it is it Penix um leading the Heisman? And they know that every time he takes the field, he's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. First of all, that's a grown man. Is that Desmond Howard? That's Desmond Howard. I was a big fan of Desmond Howard. I, I, I cannot be a big fan of any man dancing and shouting about big penis energy. His name is Penix. So can we please stop calling him Phoenix? I don't want to refer to him as that phallic symbol. Uh, Penix is um, almost 24 years old. Yes. He's got some age on him. about him over there picking on 18-year-old college <laughs> corners out there. <laughs> I don't let the guys roll in doors. 24 years old, man. You're picking on that 18-year-old kid <laughs> in the Pac-12. I don't know. Um He's a, he's a guy that's had six years in college. Um, I don't want to say, I mean, he, he, he's, let me say this. He made some big boy throws last weekend, some unbelievable big boy throws that take arm talent to do. 
I can't ignore the fact that he's 24. Um, playing against 18 and 19 year olds. I mean, do we do we penalize him a little bit for that? I I, I mean, it's it's a fair criticism. He's got a lot of experience at this level. I think this is his. He, he didn't always play at Washington. I forget the other college he played at. Indiana. Um, he was in the Big Ten. Indiana. Right. Towards ACL about four or five games in a one year, and uh, got a medical red shirt for that year. Okay. Yeah, that, that explains it. Um, I mean, it's a fair criticism. Like I said, I mean, he he is picking he is picking I'm on say the criticism, a concern. It's a it's a concern. I mean, and no and the pack good, to it. No matter how good a quarterback is, unless they're Pat Mahomes, you're looking at a two or three years of development. You know. Um, I mean, Burrow got hurt that rookie year, but even Burrow, rookie year, Burrow was was learning. Even that, even that Burrow um, that took the Bengals to the Super Bowl. Do you remember he came to Soldier Field and threw three consecutive picks and a pick six, and and, and the Bengals struggled early that year. That was Burrow's second season. They yeah, that was Burrow's the year he took them to the um, Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, he threw three picks at Soldier Field, lost mm-hmm. to Andy Dalton. In fact, I think. Uh, did Dalton get hurt in that game and Fields finish that game up? That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, <laughs> at, I think that any, was an Andy Dalton revenge game, and Andy tried to do something athletic, which Andy should never do anything athletic. Um, he uh, he was scrambling and got hurt running out of bounds. Sounds like a Bears quarterback thing to do. Belly flopped his way into an abductor chair. Oh, there's been some... <laughs> it's been some Tyson, don't belly flop eight yards away from the first down marker. <laughs> Before we get too far from that, man, I, I grew up as a Michigan Wolverine fan. They, I, I'm rooting for them to lose every every game remaining on the schedule just because just because Dave Desmond Howard is out there clowning like that on national television. There's no way that he rehearsed that before he did he it. He shucked and jived to big. I don't want to say it energy but take that man's internet can we arrest Desmond Howard he definitely can we have that man arrested that was felonious I, I said I, I was a Desmond Howard fan growing up and a, 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 a Rocket Ishmael fan you know a, a great return man you know great return man of college football even on the next level that that was terrible. I mean, that's Desmond's. You know, I, besides playing for the Packers, that I, I'm done with Desmond Howard. <laughs> I'm done. You know, the Packers thing was 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 bad. And again, we're not here to marginalize any group. People who are LGBTQ, this is nothing against you. Um, they ain't got nothing to do with them. Not, nothing to do. No, nothing to do with them. That's just uh, flagrant that's- in 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 in. That was cringy. Super cringy. College campus doing that, guys. No. In front of college kids. <laughs> Him and Penix need to be arrested. Who signed <laughs> off on that? <laughs> what were they thinking? This man, how old is this man? He's like, like uh, uh, young 50s. How old is this man? This no, that's... 50. He, he's somewhere inexcusable. 
Desmond's too old. I, I don't think I can even blame that on age. There's never an age where that's okay to do. Not for a man. He sounded like Sexy Red. That's what I expect from one of our young female artists in, in the culture. Desmond Not Howard Desmond is Howard. 53 years old. 53? There's wow. There's no... There's no reason for a 53-year-old to be out there trying to uh, be hip in that in that way. Try to be hip with the TikTokers. And, 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 and that was, he definitely missed. He missed and the fact bad. That he smiled and, and 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 was waiting for it. This, he was, said this it. was his moment. He said it three times. The, after the first time, you should have like, hey, you know what? This ain't it. This he ain't it. Fact, to it. Again, again, I, you couldn't. He couldn't have rehearsed that. He couldn't have. He definitely did. He this rehearsed that and he thought out in his head and said, this is what I'm going to do. If you say that out loud, that's an, that's an immediate, immediate alarm should go off in your head and say, you know what? Hey, I shouldn't do this in front of millions of people. I shouldn't do this. You know, I, I feel like this is a failure of not just Desmond Howard, but of ESPN as a network. Cam, Cam and May said they, they corny on ESPN now, you know, prime example, exhibit A. Exhibit A, because that what, what, what did what did the Oregon coach say? They're doing it for clicks. <laughs> We're doing it for wins. Desmond did it for a click. He definitely got an L. All right, man. That's uh. So let's go ahead and predict the score for this game. Bears versus Raiders, noon Central Standard Time. Is there a weather report for that game? Mid fifties. I see fifty-five Doesn't... degrees. The game time weather is fifty-five degrees and sunny. So weather should not be a factor. It doesn't like uh, uh, be a lot of wind either. The the, the clouds are going to part for Beijing to get his first W. What do you think? Oh, um, Raiders two and a half favorites. ESPN analytics. Get this, have the Bears as a 55.7% likely to win um, mm. Sunday. Uh, some of that sounds like some, uh, some, <laughs> some Bayesian. Some, you know, you, you, you know what I'm getting at. Some of that, that, some of those numbers sound a little, uh, a little biased. You know, they think the backup quarterback, we get making his first start is going to come in. A backup quarterback from a D2 school coming in, first start in the league. Fifty-seven percent. You're getting Hoyer, and the Raiders' offense is, is not clicked. Devontae Adams is sounding frustrated. Um, the Raiders come in here at three and three, but but offense they they've struggled to put points. Yeah, they've struggled and, on offense. And, That's correct. And let's let's also recall the Bears held the Vikings under twenty, and mm -hmm. seven of those points came on the defensive of. Touchdown. Mm -hmm. They weren't on the field for that. Uh, Kirk Cousins is miles ahead of Brian Hoyer as a quarterback. Um, now, the Vikings, of course, were missing uh, uh, Devon. Uh, sorry. Justin Jefferson. They were missing uh, uh, um, Justin Jefferson. Um, the Raiders should have their star receiver, but even with Adams uh, healthy and Jacobs healthy, they have not just generated a lot of points. I'm, I'm really struggling with this one. Um, most of the week I've been saying Raiders 
20 to 20 bears 17 and that would actually go right under the under over under which is 37.5 i don't even have faith in these offense uh i'm gonna stick with raiders 2017 i got some faith in the bears defense going for a third consecutive strong showing i've got the bears covering raiders winning 15 to 13 oh that's a low score if the Bears do win, um, saw Rick Morrissey um, doing like many Chicago fans. Um, it's just like abuse and getting their hopes up high. I should say we, because I've, I've never abandoned the Bears bandwagon. Talking about a new era of football and putting all our chips into Bayesian. Um Quarterback controversy if the Bears win? Oh, definitely. I think that starts. I think that starts the uh, phone it's calls coming in. Nah, I mean, it ain't going that far. I, I, it already started. You saw how different the offense looked in the second half under Bayesian. He messes around and get a win versus a team that's better than the Vikings. Oh, they're gonna be. They're gonna be calling for him. The Soldier Field. That's the, That's that's when the that's when the calls start. One that's thing when it that starts. The Soldier Field faithful love is a backup quarterback in hope. Mm. Bears fans, mm-hmm. we love hope, glimmer of hope. I've seen Moses Moreno, Steve Walsh, Steve Stenstrom, Shane Matthews, a litany of backup court. Uh, what was the guy? Uh, he just recently retired. I was going to call him Kate, Josh McNown. Um, mm. We love backups here. Nick Foles, Mitch. No, we we love yeah, it. We, we drafted a backup number two. Uh, yeah, we we drafted a backup, and that's why we're here right now. Mm-hmm. That's why we're still having quarterback controversies. Mm-hmm. I know Deshaun Watson has his has his faults now, but I feel like if Deshaun was somewhere on the south side getting massages, uh, or on the west side, particularly the west side, they would have been grateful enough that they, nobody would have told on him. If you want your no-no parts touched, Deshaun, nobody's going to say anything. Just, well, just give him the floor. I, I, I think, I think we, I think we dodged the bullet on that one because Deshaun, old Deshaun, it's like he's taking the bag and running. He ain't trying to play oh, football he's, no he's more. He's running with that bag. <laughs> he said he's he cleared by the medical staff, and he so you know said, what? Uh-uh. Nah. <laughs> he said, hey, you playing football this week? Nah. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Not me. That is a really good defense in Cleveland, by the way. Uh, Very good. It reminds me of some of these Bear teams where the quarterback, they can't get the quarterback situation together. But the defense, I mean, the defense is, is winning them games. Mm-hmm. That was a hell of an effort against the 49ers. They played uh, – what did they say? They did say they played man 71% of the time, and 49ers couldn't move the ball at all. Um, Denzel, Denzel Ward, is, he, that's, that's a grown man at corner. That is a really good corner. And Garrett Miles is a grown man. Oh, he's in his age. glow this year. Oh, yeah, this season. He, he's, he's in his glow this season. He is, you he know, is balling we out. We always hear about T.J. Watt and how he's – you know, Miles is right there with him. Miles is right there with him. 
And Miles, the one thing I love about Miles is he's equally as good against the run. I don't know if you saw one play where he just he pretty much threw Trent Trent Williams out the way. That is a big man. Yeah, I saw that play. Trent Williams look great as he will remember that game for a long time. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was. I, I forgot the. Uh, so many times and forced Purdy to throw early. Garrett Miles mm-hmm. was great as a bear. I don't, that guy seems like a bear. That's the year we got. He should be a bear. You know, I I, 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 I hate that we missed out on Mahomes, but man, Garrett Miles would have been a great consolation prize. That guy's. He could have played for. You see, you seen his best, but he could have played for the Bulls too. He could have been our Julius Peppers. Oh, easy. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen him um, dunking on the ten foot rim, just with ease. Could have been a power yeah. forward here. He, missing link. He is a freak athlete, freak athlete. But we are going to keep our fingers crossed that this quarterback controversy we can. Save it off for at least one more week, and maybe Justin Fields can regain some grip strength and come back and play in week eight. Hopefully, probably not. But in the meantime, do what you always do and continue to bear down. Bear down.